Conservation Queens podcast. We are five girls who love the earth and have a passion for living a more eco-friendly life. We are real life zoo employees and as always nothing that we say reflects our organizations and all thoughts and opinions are our own. Please keep in mind we try to keep the podcast around PG-13 so if you have younger listeners you might want to review the content beforehand. I'm Emily B. I'm Abby and with that let's talk about stuff. Woohoo! All right quick fan shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to David because he came up with the idea for this episode. <laughs> we appreciate that because we've had a frustrating night with a lot of technical difficulties. Uh, so we're just going to talk about some weird stuff that happened this year. Yeah, it's fine. We're going to just cruise right through conservation and zoo news. We're going to skip those. We're even skipping beluga news. I know. Tragic. Yeah, crazy. It's wild. It's been a wild time. Um, but <laughs> this week we are... Uh, Abby and I are going to go through some different articles we found about uh, new species that were discovered this year, which is pretty awesome. It's crazy that we're still discovering. And these aren't all like teeny either. Like there's big ones. Yeah, there's, I think this list literally covers like, gosh, I don't know if there, oh, there are mammals. I was going to say, are there mammals? Uh-huh. There's mammals, there's insects. You were excited about the mammal the most. I am excited about the mammal the most. There's some um, plants. There's some bugs. There's. You know, just did lots snakes. of stuff. Some things. snakes, good deals. Yeah. Should we start with the BBC one? Uh, yes. Is that the one you sent me? Uh, yes. All right. So let's just alternate, and I'll let you go first, so that I can have a shining moment with <laughs> the next one. I am so shocked. Um, so basically, we're just going through this article and talking about the weird stuff, reacting to it live. Um, on air. Uh, This article is from Discover Wildlife, which is a um, branch of the BBC Wildlife magazine, so I trust them. Seems legit. Uh, Yeah. All right, so talked about what a species is. Yeah, we know what a species is. We know what a species is. A species is an animal. That's a great great definition. Good job, Emily. (laughs) It's an animal that can breed with another of its same kind and produce viable offspring. That's what a species is. Yes. Um, is it kind of arbitrary? Sure is. Do we want to get into the politics? No, we don't. So let's go with the weird animals that were found in 2021. <laughs> and of course, this first one, it was found in Australia. I'm so not surprised. Uh, it is called the Star Octopus. And Emily, for fun, should we try doing the Latin names? <laughs> Octopus Dijinda. Yeah. Sounds like that. that sounds right. That's about right. I mean, for, the genus is octopus. So like... That's I would easy. say you're, I am 100% sure that you are 50% right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so basically, it's not an octopus that was like never seen before, but basically they did genetic testing and they said, oh, look, it's different. So yeah, it says they were found on the east and west coast of Australia and they thought that they were connected via larval dispersal, which is really cool, actually, because mm-hmm. little ocean larvae travel a really long way. So it is entirely possible that they you know it's plausible what they thought that they yeah. were just you know connected via larval dispersal but i mean at hawaii oh, looking at you yeah at most of the pacific ocean really it pretty much um but yeah so now we go to the one that emily has been screaming about for about a month now i really have let me tell you about this okay so 
first of all, I'm going to go on a miniature rant called beaked whales. <laughs> beaked whales. These are fine. Point. It's the Bold. other ones that freaked me out. I know. We talked about strap-toothed whales last time, Ugh, right? I don't yeah. like those. Uh, so long story short, there are, I think, something like 20. Okay. There, they were assumed to be around 20 species of beaked whales that were known to science. Um, and this year, we discovered an entirely new one. Again, these are whales. They are not small. They're freaking whale-sized whales, and we're still discovering that they're out there, which just blows my mind every time. It's five it. meters long. Like that's that's fifteen feet. That's as big as like a great white shark, and they're just out there chilling, and we have no idea. Chaos. Um, anyway, this one is really neat. So we actually, the first one documented was actually over a decade ago. Um, they found it washed up in New Zealand. Can you tell uh, us what it is called? Yes, sorry. It's called the Ramari's <laughs> beaked whale. I'm just too excited. Okay, you know. so now it's my turn to turn to the Latin. Mesoplodon ewe? E-U-E-U. How do you pronounce that? Ewe. What a weird name. Anyway, they thought that this was from a different species called the true's beaked whale, which is one that's a little bit more well-documented. But when I say well-documented in terms of beaked whales, I mean, we maybe know two paragraphs of information on this animal instead of one. Like, and one's know, the introduction. Yeah, one is like, well, we found this whale and it was this big and this is what was in its stomach and here's where we think it lives because this is where we found it. <sighs> anyway. Um, but this one is really cool. So there was a lot of collaboration with traditional Maori people yes. to um, actually discover that this was not the true's beaked whale. It is the Ramari's beaked whale, which is um, the name actually comes from an indigenous who um, helped make this discovery, which is amazing. The best. I love it. I would like a beaked whale in, named after me. I mean... Honestly, it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this brings the grand total up to 24 species of beaked whales. So 17 to go. We, I, mean, I don't know. There's, there's probably so many to go. There's probably so many. The ocean is big. Why are we exploring space? Sorry, David. Anyway. Um, no, but the thing about beaked whales is they do tend to live pretty far offshore and they are very deep diving. So it's pretty rare to see them. Um, I follow, spoiler alert, I'm a giant nerd. Um, I follow, I know, shock. Uh, I have I follow three some bird books on my desk right now. <laughs> some different accounts um, from people who lead like whale watching tours and like just nature, like boat expeditions in both Hawaii and in Tahiti. And every time that they like see a beaked whale, I like lose my mind. Um, which is not frequently, but they do see them. And it is my goal in life to see one in the wild. That's where you should go for your honeymoon is just on a beaked whale. A beaked whale expedition? Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. What a good wedding present to have a, nail, a whale named after you. Truly. All right, scientists of the world. Are you hearing <laughs> this? There you go. Should we go to the next one? Yeah. Uh, this one's yours, right? Yeah. It's a tiger beetle. It's very pretty. Do you want to try to pronounce this one? Unoda Mechochelia. That was pretty good. Chela. Chela. Now, Mechochela. I'm going to say that. Anecdote from the start, they kind of look like they're wearing cowboy hats. They do. They kind of look like they're Isn't wearing they cowboy cute? hats and chaps. Oh, why are they, they could have called cowboy beetles. 
but tiger beetles this is not just one tiger beetle it's there's a bunch of different ones um it was collected from two sites of coahuila in northern mexico um which means they could probably be found in texas but we don't know they're really pretty they look like iridescent blue and green and pretty and i don't know i don't think i would be too afraid if i saw one of these no i'd probably go up to it and be like what is this shiny bug they're super cool all Uh, right good luck with this latin name abby uh (laughs) you just you just say it too uh so well i was talking about the genus so the next one is a feruz wood lizard which is found in peru good luck abby all right uh enyaloides feruze sure that seems right Um, It's a new species of dragon-like lizard. And to be honest, it does kind of look like a dragon. It kind of looks like a dragon and like a, what are those? A crossword puzzle. A dragon and a crossword puzzle (laughs) got mashed together. Because he's like black and white. He does look like, oh my gosh, that's, that's really strangely accurate. Yeah. Oh, and it also says they come in lots of colors. So the one that's pictured here is black and white, but uh, it says they come in lots of colors. Um, they are found in Northern South America and Panama, and they are similar to a different species that is geographically separated. So it is likely that they were probably the same lizard at one point, and then eventually they diverged because of a geographical barrier. Science. Which is cool. Yeah, they're really cute. Look them up. Um, and they're having trouble studying them because they're in an area with a lot of terrorist organizations and drug trafficking. And so odds are there's probably lots of things that haven't been discovered there. Yeah. All right. Ready for this our is, first plant? This is quite a name. You're going to have no problem with the scientific name, though. I know. It's just a funny regular name. Well, it's in Australia, so no one's surprised. This is the killer tobacco plant. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Nicotiana insecticida. Wow. Easy. Um. So it's named because it's covered in sticky stuff that captures small insects. And it's the first wild tobacco plant to do so. We don't know if it's technically carnivorous because we don't know if it actually like sucks the life out of these bugs or if it's just like maybe catching it's just, them. Yeah, maybe it's just catching them because it doesn't want them to climb on it. Which, fair. I mean, there's many reasons that they could be catching them besides. It's pretty good pest control too. Yeah. So... There you go. This next one is fun. Oh, this picture's really good. (laughs) Okay, so this next one is a brittle star. Um, It is a specific brittle star that is newly found in the Southwest Pacific Ocean near New Caledonia. Um, Good luck, Abby. Uh, Ophiojura exploiti? Exploiti? Oh, it gets its own new genus. That's exciting. Uh, It says it is the only living I know. The only living representative of a lineage that split from its closest relatives 180 million years ago. Wild. (laughs) But the next sentence, just as dinosaurs were starting to go full tilt. That's pretty funny. Amazing. Um, It has, okay, so if you've ever seen a brittle star, which I'm going to describe them to you, uh, they look like a regular starfish, except they have a very small compact body. And then they usually have five really long kind of spiky looking legs. A lot of people confuse them for an octopus. And this one, you could definitely confuse them for an octopus because it has eight legs instead of the usual five. Which is wild. Unhelpful for all of us that work in aquariums and have to explain that 50 times a day. It's true. Um, they were collected off of a seamount um, called Durand Bank. 
and it says that its features are strikingly similar to fossils found in early Jurassic rocks from Normandy. Well, Which is not, wild. not near New Caledonia. Not even close. So continental drift is wacky. And brittle stars are really cool and everybody should learn about them. Yes, they should. Oh, this, Th- this is amazing. <laughs> this man is me. This picture is incredible. <laughs> this is this is the picture for the episode. Okay, and also <laughs> the scientific name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, we got a new frog that was found in the Guinea Shield. Okay, you uh, ready for this? <laughs> Synapteranus zombie. <laughs> so what? Good. And he looks so disappointed. <laughs> he looks like a little old man as a frog. Yeah, like an old man who just like had to pick up an old baseball off his lawn for the 50th time that day. Yes. Also, it says they found three new species of these frogs, actually. And they live underground. Wild. They have to, to find the animals, scientists need to dig them out of the ground using their bare hands, usually getting soaked in the process, is the quote from the magazine. That's amazing. It is amazing. So there may be as many as six times of those species. So I want this frog named after me. (laughs) All right, Abby gets a frog and I get a whale. Good deal. Perfect. All right. The Go next ahead. one the next is one. an is an ant, a new ant found in Ecuador. Uh Strumigenes aersti. Sure. Great. Um, let's see. This is a vaguely non-exciting ant, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Most well, ants are actually exciting. Well, they are. It says it has spring-loaded jaws. That's, That's cool. Fun. Um, it also says that they're very hard to find, suggesting it is very rare or perhaps even endangered. Well, there you go. Oh, and we have another bug next. Oh, I hate these. Good luck. Okay, it's called a centipede. It's from Japan. Scolopendra alciona. And it's oh, 27 it's years <laughs> long. Ugh. I don't like this at all. No! Oh, and it oh comes in two varieties, blue legs and yellow. I, that's, I hate this. I, oh, and it goes in and out of the water. I don't like this. It also oh says it's the first God. new centipede species to be described in Japan in 143 years. Well, maybe we should have kept it that way. I, this is unnecessary. <laughs> I don't. Oh, God. The next one is scary, too. But look what, okay, so you say it, because I'm really excited about the scientific name. Oh, we do, Yes. It's, okay, so they're Greta spiders. And it's Thunberga. After Greta yes. Thunberg. Yes, we do Yay. love her. We love that. How? Oh, wait. Madagascar. They, well, but it says they've named a bunch of these Greta spiders after other inspirational people like Malala and others. That's oh, my exciting. gosh. That's so cute. And they're all from Madagascar. And the females bear scars because... The males grass them during mating. Well, sorry. Well, wow. That is just wow. Okay. I have a newfound respect for these spiders, but they still look kind of big and scary, and I'm not a fan. Okay. This sorry, this next one. I just read the first sentence of this article about it. (laughs) Who's who's the author of this article? I'm I don't know, but I would like to to befriend them. I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh my god. Megan Shersby. You're the, you're the goat we i adore your writing style because it's informative and hysterical 
All right, which um, one is it? I don't even remember. Uh, it's mine. Okay, go for this it. This is a snake. Steganatus aplini. From Papua New Guinea, which I want to visit because it seems like a weird place. Okay, please um, just read this sentence verbatim. Gonna quote this. If snakes were hot drinks, Steganatus aplini would be a latte macchiato. It's the seamless transition from milk white to coffee brown along its length. That's amazing. Uh. Amazing. It's very cute, and she's. It's right. I mean, it starts out white, so its head is like brown, and then the first big chunk of its body is white. Then it kind of gets like brown speckles, and then it's all brown at the end. It's very pretty. It is a beautiful snake. A it beautiful does say. Snake. It does say that it's harmless to humans, but local people are very hard, uh, fearful of the species because it kind of resembles a distantly related venomous snake that occurs. So, like, I don't blame them. I mean, that's fair. Okay, the next one is the tiniest chameleon I've ever seen in my life. He's small. He's from cry. Madagascar. Abby, That's scientific it. name, please. Brachysia nana. Oh my god, it's so cute. It's <laughs> a tiny chameleon the size of a seed. <laughs> Whoa, uh, okay. It's genitals are one fifth of its body size. All right. Oh, the females are bigger. Okay, all right. That's why, because the females like, listen, you're really nice. Oh, it says that they are critically endangered. No. No. Save save the tiny chameleons in Madagascar. Yeah, if you plant them, they grow a chameleon plant. They're so small. They're so small. There's a guy holding it on his fingertip, and it's smaller than his fingernail. Yeah, it's the cutest small thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Baby. And that's the end of that first article. Um, I did find a second article. It only has a couple of different ones. Um... It does mention the chameleon that we just talked about, and it also mentions the ant that we already talked about, but it does have a couple of others. Um, uh, like, this first one's very good. Yes, this first one. Okay, you ready for this? The deep sea, sorry, Emperor Dumbo octopus. So basically just like a giant under, un, uh, blah, 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 giant Dumbo octopus. And it's Grim, <laughs> Grimpothesis Imperator. I hate it. I hate everything about this. Oh, no, I like him. I like his ears. Dumbo octopus freak me out. I mean, Why? all octopus freak me out, but like... That's because they're too smart for their own good. They are. They know too much. Oh, they studied its anatomy using MRIs and CT scans. That's, That's cool. Pretty. That's like pretty that. neat. We do like science. Oh, the next one is a little bumblebee. We love the bumblebee. His scientific name is Bombus Incognitus. <laughs> I want to name animals for a living. These people have too much fun. He's honest to God. Um, but it sounds like it's not a bee that has never been seen before. But the scientists in the Rocky Mountains were like, oh, my gosh, there's two species, not just one. And they live harmoniously together in the mountain meadows of the United States and Canada. That's so cute. That's very oh, nice. Kenzie, you'd like the next one. Bam, 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 here, shout out to Kenzie. It's called the bright orange bat. It's a Myotis nimbiensis. So it's named for the Nimba Mountains in West Africa, where it can be found. Um, It has bright orange fur, which is pretty unique. Um, And they only live in this one mountain range. So they are probably already endangered because, you know, people are great. He's a traffic cone, so it's easy to find. He's very cute. I, I I like his ears a lot. He's got giant little ears and a cute little face. Yeah, that looks like boy. a little lion bat. Yeah. Like if, a, like if a bat dressed up as a lion. He's got like a mane. 
Uh, he's working on his roar. That's true. Uh, All right. Thank you, Snake. A snake. Uh, Bungarus Susanne. Yes. Which is called It's a Susan's Crate. Oh, and it's very venomous. Uh, And it says bung in it, which is kind of fun. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, so apparently it's named after Bai Susanne, um, a snake goddess from a Chinese legend that was revered as a deity of healing and true love. That's ironic. Curious. <laughs> um, all right. And then I think this is the last one in the article that's new, but we did talk about this one on the podcast already. Um, this is the Rice's Whale. So um, we talked about this. They discovered it earlier this year. I want to say it was like June, May time-ish. Um, and they found, basically they did genetic testing on a whale that washed up somewhere in the Gulf. Uh, and they thought it was a Brutus whale, which is a big baleen whale. But spoiler alert, it's not. Um, it is a brand new type of whale called the Rice's whale. And allegedly there are of them left, so they are without a doubt critically endangered. So. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of the thing with finding these ones that we never found before is, you know, if it's taking us this long to find them, there's a good probability that there's probably not very many of them. They're either endangered or they're in such a remote place. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch more species that are in, like, the Himalayan mountains. But nobody wants to go – well, nobody except for those really kind of crazy people want to go up the Himalayan mountains to the top. Right. Well, and, I mean, the ocean is just, like, the world. And the ocean's mystery. insane. Like, every coral reef has, like – I mean, what is it? Like, every time they look at um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they'll discover new species of bacteria and, like, all the little tiny things that are one animal or specific to one tiny little geographical location. There's so much, like, symbiosis that happens and that animals develop specifically to work with that symbiosis, but uh, it's just... It's whack, yo. uh, It's so crazy. So I guess the conservation message for this week is go dig around in your backyard. You might find some cool stuff. Uh, no, the conservation message for this week is if you discover a new species of beaked whale, please reach out to me. Thank you so much. And name it after Emily or she's going to be really disappointed that you listened to the podcast and didn't do that for her. It's true. I mean, if anybody's going to listen or if anybody's going to discover a new beaked whale, it better be one of the listeners of our podcast. So. Yes. So if you know anybody who's a beaked whale scientist, there you go. Um, Show them our social media. (laughs) 